Hello and welcome to a very special episode of First Geek 411. This is episode 178, our Twitchiversary. Making sure everything works. My best man, Chris Nicolay. Chris, how are you doing today? Hello and... I don't know. I'm tired of chewing my air. <laughs> what? That's all. Chewy air sucks. <laughs> Joining us, the person who will write the movie about this party, Emma. Emma, how you doing today? You know it. One day. <laughs> One day. I'll write, I'll write the origin story movie. Yes. Candyman 5, the birth of Candyman. <laughs> I believe. Y'all, it was really a joke. that's all it was it was a joke it's canon now it's canon yep Um, and then the person who will write the blog post about this party shanine how you doing (laughs) good good this week we are talking doctor who neil gaiman activision and of course reflecting on our twitch anniversary before we get into that as always listeners you can find us on our social media as one week 411 you can check us out on our discord as well if you want to chat between shows you can send us an email at one geek one st geek 411 at gmail.com you can check out our show notes on our website one geek 411.com you can also watch live monday nights at 6 45 mountain time on twitch.tv slash one geek 411 and be part of the post show chats you can also check out the videos over on our youtube where you can like comment and subscribe Speaking of subscribe, you can rate and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And you can also check out our Redbubble store. Before I get into our party, what have we been up to this past week? Emma, why don't you start us off? Okay. I finished Book Club Book this week. Pretty quick read. Mm-hmm. I really mean, enjoyed it. Graphic There'll novels. Be later on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, graphic novels. Really a quick read. <laughs> Unless you get the Sandman omnibus, which is a thousand pages long, right. in which case it goes rather slowly. <laughs> I think that but um, is more than one graphic novel, though. And it's in it's in one. It's all it, it, in it's one. The, it's the Lord of the Rings killing the elephant thing. It just counts as one. Uh, yeah, there'll be more thoughts on that later on, because obviously this isn't book club. Um, I, on Saturday, packed up all my stuff. If you can see, I am no longer where I was before. I am currently hiding out in my mother's house until next Wednesday when I start the adventure to L.A. Yay! And then I started watching a Netflix original called Virgin River. It's a romance drama type thing. I've been enjoying it because I have nothing better to do with my time. <laughs> it's a very much like a whining girls night in type show where it's like, will they get together or won't they get together? Will they, won't they, will they, won't they, won't they? Oh, look, now someone's house is on fire. Oh, that escalated. <laughs> yeah. So it's that kind of thing, but I've been enjoying it. So that's been my week aside from the chaos of work. So, yeah. Shanine, what about you? Okay. Uh, we watched Luca What'd this you think? weekend. 
it was fine. <laughs> Feels accurate. Yeah. Here, know, here's like, what happened. Bruno. Janine started watching more anime. <laughs> so now nothing, just nothing quite amounts up to the hype she gets from anime now. No, I could have watched this before anime and it still would have been fine. Like it was cute and the Italianness was funny, but it wasn't anything I haven't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fine. Um, we did finish watching the first season of Demon Slayer. So now I have to watch the movie. Um, I haven't watched the movie yet either. So, how many seasons of Demon Slayer are there? One. Oh, okay. Currently one. For some reason, I thought there was like five or six. One in a movie. No, it's a, it's a very new anime. It's a 2019 anime, right? Okay. I knew the movie had just come out, but I didn't realize it was like just after this one season. Yeah. So I wasn't super duper into it in the beginning, but it really picked up towards the end. So it is a good anime and I recommend it. Um, and also, so I've been talking about this solo writing RPG that I've been mm -hmm. playing, English Eerie. Um, I finished my first scenario last night and I might have spooked myself a little bit. <laughs> and, go um, on <laughs> there was ghosts and it got spooky <laughs> <laughs> but it's super fun I'm excited to play more scenarios with it and also I tweeted about it and the creator retweeted it and followed me back so Yay. nailed it notice me senpai <laughs> my new best oh, friend yeah. that's awesome <laughs> um, so what is the overall premise because I was not aware that they were ghosts everyone dies so it's like rural English horror so okay. the one I did was with ghosts I don't know if they're all ghosts or just kind of like supernatural creatures <laughs> and stuff yeah ultimate spooks it tells you it tells you to play it late at night by candlelight so <laughs> that's what i did nice that was spooky you have your <laughs> quill and quill and ink ready and your parchment, oh my gosh. parchment paper. i should have used it wrong. my quill yeah you gotta go for you gotta go all out next time yeah yep. scenario two quill yeah. by <laughs> And then stream it, like, so you have, like, it's just. That would be fun. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about posting it for fun. It's very, like, I just wrote it as I was thinking of it. So it's super rough draft. I use the word suddenly twice in one sentence. So, like, it's not good and it's not edited. But it was fun. <laughs> so I might post it just for fun. Yeah. We will Just record cool. a full dramatization when the podcast is together. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How many scenarios are there? There's five in this one. There's a second edition that has 10. So I think I'm going to have to buy that one. 
Are but, they the second edition? Is there like any overlap? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Because I like just from you talking about this, I want to like get it and try it out for myself. Yeah. Well, I think you can. Great. I think you can get the first one for free, and the second one's only like six dollars. So. Do you have any like fancy old like actually like candle holders laying around? Or old oh lanterns. I like, wish we could oh rent God. a haunted mansion for the dramatization. <laughs> yes. Cameron, can you handle that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will nope out of there so fast. Like one creaky board. I'm like, see you. <laughs> Where'd Cameron go? Oh, he's uh, probably about a mile away. He just took off sprinting. <laughs> Cameron should not read what I wrote. Which also means Cameron, like, if it was a true scenario, Cameron's probably first to die. <laughs> Nobody yeah. died in this one. What? Many people were injured. <laughs> and I may be haunted for the rest of my life, but nobody died. Hey. But not dead. Except, like, the ghost. But they died a long time ago, so I don't think so that They've that been count. dead a while anyway. <laughs> The drive through RPG page says the book contains five spine chilling scenarios to, to, to inspire your tales of terror. He, he saw the word spine chilling. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Maximum spooks. <laughs> like, I believe you. Like, good description. That, that's good. <laughs> I don't, see, if you post it, because you are my friend, Shanine. I will read it during the daylight <laughs> with, the, the, with the windows with open. With all the lights <laughs> on. Yes. He's going to. Find- Plaster his wall with crosses. <laughs> He's gonna have yeah. silver everywhere. <laughs> Just surround yourself in salt. An iron. Yeah, a circle like, of salt, and a little bit of everything. He's gonna be yeah. set. Yeah, not my thing. <laughs> Chris, what have you been up to? Not a whole lot of fun this week. Well, some fun things, but. Nothing that's like on brand for us, I guess, necessarily as much. But I did start watching He-Man, uh, the new Netflix series, and I'm, I'm liking it, uh, like awkwardly liking. <laughs> you sound it. very confident. It, it it's, it might be like, humor wise, it, it's so cheesy. It, it's like the writing is almost. Like the original. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if if that's what I want. Yeah. Is but it at the a same time I'm also like, you know, it's a good balance. It's good. It's 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 fine. Um some of the some of the early episodes are like, whoa, okay. I I think they should have given that a little more time to breathe, but um all in all, pretty good. Really short. It's like five episodes. To start us off. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, it's following that art style of, of She-Ra a little more. Um, and it's not bad. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm excited to, to see what they do with it from here. Um, I have been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen, but I'll talk about that a little more later. Um, although I haven't been able to stream, I've been, I, and I'm not sure I will be able to, but uh, and then I've been attending some local events. So uh, every Wednesday, Helena puts on a 
Alive at five, or as they're calling it this year, Revive at five. Um, do not care for the name. But it was packed. It was one of the biggest Alive at five events that I can recall. Um, they sold out of beer by seven, so it was going for two hours. <laughs> it was kind of a disappointment. Um, and then this weekend we had a, another kind of concert series at one of our local breweries, which was really cool. Um, although the headliner being a punk rock band was not what I expected for Helena. Uh, <laughs> Fair. I would have shown up though. It was fine because I mean, like you That's have, me. we had like the that person is my group. <laughs> you just can't dance to it. And it's like when you do a block party, guess what you need? You need dancing. Um, <laughs> sorry, church of Christers. <laughs> Hey, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it was a little weird, but we, we, we had the most popular like cover band in Helena that night too, which is called 10 Years Gone. One of the people I graduated with is in that, and they always draw a big crowd. So it was good. It was fun. Um, it was hot, and the air was still chewy. But You just need to get better air. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get better air. Turns out like it, it cleared up like partway through the week and you like, I, so there's a mountain range that I use to, to gauge our air quality. And I haven't been able to see any of those mountains. Like, I feel like I'm living in Kansas. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Like it's, it's been bad, but that's Montana. And fortunately we're not crazy on fires ourselves, but all the Idaho, Washington, Oregon fires are blowing our way yep we have some of it and canada too. and canada fires yeah but we were getting it from both sides and it finally cleared up for us what nice lucky we're hoping hoping soon hopefully soon um but yeah hopefully i'll be able to do more coming up but i'm pretty packed Lots of work. All the work. Always work. Always. Nice. Always. So for me, um, we started watching How I Met Your Mother again. And I'm excited. Um, Rewatching it, it definitely starts off a lot slower than I remember. Um, Is that because you're binging it right now? <laughs> yes um but like just in terms of some of like like i feel like every time like i watch the office i'm impressed with how quickly they kind of get in the groove of the office like granted like they had the the british show to build off of but like like i'm always impressed with like how quickly they get into that groove and then like i feel like when i go back and watch like um parks and rag how i met your mother it's like there's so much of the like oh this takes them a little bit to to really get there um so like especially just like in terms of the characters just all feeling kind of one note at the moment and i forgot how long that lasts uh i also didn't realize how much laugh track they used um and so it's one of those that um i'm not a huge laugh track fan but it is what it is um and then we went over to some friends and watched some of the Olympic qualifiers. 
um, for gymnastics and then also played some board games. So we played happy little dinosaurs, um, which is, you know, such a cute game. And I went extinct, which, you know, is extremely inconvenient. Um, no, I don't know. Don't know. And so one player won, but they didn't have any friends left. So at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? And then I started playing Pokemon Unite, uh, which we've talked about before on the show when it was announced, but it's the Pokemon MOBA. So think League of Legends, but with Pokemon characters. And it might be my favorite thing that they've done with a Pokemon IP in like decades. And by decades, I mean since the Detective Pikachu movie. But like, <laughs> um, I'm so excited and it's so much fun. And it's by no means the best game ever, but I'm just so happy to have a, a Pokemon game that's like different. And <laughs> it's not run uh, around the world capture. And right. Gyms. It actually makes sense that there's not a nonsensical plot and stuff like that. Like, in terms just of MOBAs, how team is it? of people trying to yeah. destroy the or go against the moral good of the world. <laughs> yeah. Is it the next esport? Is it gonna replace League? No. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, like we for one of the long running things that we haven't said in a long time is that the Switch is a staple for esports. And I'm gonna be honest, I, I kind of do think that we'll start we'll be seeing some Pokemon Unite tournaments. Um, I think it's, it is deep enough that we could see that. I don't necessarily think it's going to by any means surpass league or Dota, but how big, how big are teams for their fives? Their fives. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, with Travis, we got a Pokemon unite team and it is free to play. And we know Travis plays a lot of league. Yes. So he'll jump in and MOBA, right? I will just drag everyone down and do terribly. <laughs> you'll, I'm you'll, be that out there. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You can't do that, Emma, because that's my job. <laughs> and y'all can't do that because that's Chris's job. Yes. <laughs> we will all do terribly together. Best team ever. Yes. Y'all know I'm an open world one player. <laughs> I mean, since it just launched, if we get in there person. early enough, it won't matter, you know? That's true. He makes good points. <laughs> and so... Um, I'm hoping to play some with some friends coming up. I actually have like not played with people that I know yet. Um, I was hoping to play some over the weekend and it just kind of didn't work out. We all and know that's the only way I play team games. This is true. That's why I haven't played ranked yet. I like, and this is kind of getting into, I talked about before, but for a while when I, around when I graduated, there was a Lord of the Rings MOBA called Battle for Middle Earth, not the most creative name. And I was like really high ranked because I refused to play ranked solo. And so I just always would play with friends and then we would do well because no one else in the game communicated. Right. Because of like how bad, because this was PS3, but because like there was no party chat and like how bad things were, it was just very difficult to communicate. And we just used TeamSpeak and actually talked. And it turned out it was a lot easier when you do that. It's funny. That's like you a big thing in MOBAs. You have to take 15, 20 seconds yeah. to type something in. Exactly. By the time you send it, you're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more, um, trying to figure out what characters I like. Still not quite there. There's no Tyranitar, so I can't force Tyranitar in every match yet. And so, uh, but we'll see. Um, it's a very odd assortment of Pokemon. This can be, this is gonna be a conversation for post-show chat, but I'm very confused by what Pokemon they chose to be in the game. 
And so I don't know if it's, I just haven't kept up with what the kids like or what, but it feels very disjointed. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, like I said, well, we can get into that later. And so let's go ahead and get into our news and discussion topics for this week. Emma, I hear your story is bigger on the inside. My story is bigger on the inside because I'm the one who brings the Doctor Who news, <laughs> typically, unless Janine gets to it first. But in this case, I got to it first because Janine put down the old game and stuff. Which no, I'm like, I stole the game like, in first. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to put down the Doctor Who stuff because that's still up. But this week, earlier this week, we got the first teaser trailer for season 13, which is exciting. It was maybe 38, 40 seconds of new content in a teaser trailer format. It looks to be pretty decent. Um, (laughs) So far, fingers crossed. Um, It's about my assessment of all of Doctor Who. It's... From my assessment of the teaser trailer, it won't be as disappointing a season as some past seasons have been for me. Um, I'm looking at the entirety of the Clara season because I did not like Clara. Sorry, Shanine. Personal opinion. Anyway. (laughs) I would also like an apology. (laughs) I was just not a Clara person. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Um, We're supposed to get all of season 13 well not all all at once but like it's supposed to come out later this year um supposedly slash rumored to be in the fall um and it won't be broken into two parts like some past seasons have been um like we'll just get the whole season week to week and then like they won't do like a mid-season finale or anything um there, and on top of that, there weren't really any announcements as to whether this will be Jodie Whittaker's last season or not. Um, and I mentioned that because it would go along with the three-season trend for the actor in that role. Um, aside from the only outlier in New Who is Christopher Eccleston, the ninth doctor, but every other actor has had three seasons. Um, and since the reboot. So we don't know if she'll stick around for a fourth season or not. Uh, in the past, sometimes we've gotten it ahead of the season. Sometimes we just haven't gotten it at all until the last episode of the season. So it's like a little up into the air as we don't know if this is her last season or not, but there have been rumblings on the interwebs that she's considered it mm-hmm. just because that's like the tradition now. Um, but she could break the mold and revert to classic who trends of just sticking around however long she feels like it. So. Can't make me leave. <laughs> can't make me leave. I'm here now. <laughs> um, so that's that. The link to the teaser will be in the show notes or you can just go Google it yourself. Mm-hmm. But uh Stick around and finish the episode first before you do that. So I'll say watching this, having not seen any of like of um, Jody's run of the doctor, I was like, this is a teaser trailer. Yeah. Like it's one of those of like, There's I don't know. There's very watch. little information. Yes, it's just like, 
This does indeed tease things. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does give me some hope for this season. Um, so. Yeah, the main thing that stuck out to me from the teaser was that there was no Ryan. Well, yeah. <laughs> For context, we have lost two of our companions and gained a new one. So, spoilers. If it isn't Jody, I mean, if it is Jody's final season, who would you like to be the next Doctor? I mean, there's a lot of ways this could go. Um, a lot of us American viewers have wanted an American actor, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, I feel like it'd be like we'd have a Canadian actor before we had an American one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Janine. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I was, gonna... <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> I mean, given that Jodie Whittaker was a bit of a surprise. It, I wouldn't be surprised if they went sort of out of the box again. Um, like with a POC? Hopefully. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, there, is, <laughs> oh, there is a British actor who's a POC um, who there have been some rumors about. I don't know who they are. Like I've never seen them in any other works. Like I haven't seen any of their other stuff. Um, but he ended up being teased in this teaser trailer as a different character. So, um, I mean, Tom Holland would be kind of fun, not going to lie, <laughs> but he's got bigger with his American accent. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have so... Tom Holland play an American doctor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just to slap all the American fans in the face and like, nope, still not giving you an American doctor. <laughs> She's going to yeah. have an American accent. <laughs> So, yeah. We still need to catch up. We have not watched any in a very long time. I mean, also, like, on that vein of, like, who would I want to see? Jodie Whittaker was the first regeneration where I'd seen the actor in something before Doctor Who. Because every other actor... Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith, um, Peter Capaldi, I had not seen in other stuff before Doctor Who, but then I had watched Broadchurch with David Tennant and Jodie Whittaker, and then, so I knew I had seen some other Jodie Whittaker stuff before she took on the role. So, like, I was like, I love this person, she's fantastic. So, like, I'm, for me, it's just up in the air of, like, you know what, like, I don't care. <laughs> whoever whoever you want to give me I feel like it's one of the things where the fandom just like and, and I've said this before with Doctor Who um, it's so interesting that it is a show where like they so prevalently put, put who the writer is for the specific yeah. episodes like it's so like in your face and I feel like the general vibe from the fandom is let's just get good writers in. I, I just yeah. feel like that's yeah. been kind of the struggle of like 
do we whatever really do you care want. more <laughs> about the writers yeah. than like the actors because it's like the actors are going to do their job the writers are going to do their job but like <laughs> there's a lot of things that can get past in the writers room that just do not work <laughs> so Shanine, you teased yours earlier. What do you got for us? Okay. So, Neil Gaiman announced another Prime series for one of his books <laughs> for Anansi Boys, which I haven't read yet, but now I'm going to have to. I've got to say, I've never heard of yep. Anansi Boys. Put it on the book club list. You got plenty <laughs> of time. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is literally I'd like to think that I've heard of like American Gods. Haven't read it, but I know it exists. Like a lot of the Neil Gaiman stuff I feel like I've heard of, but I have never heard of a Nancy Boys. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um he had I think one of his short stories in one of the collections I read of his was his was connected with the Nancy Boys. And also, um, there's a character in American Gods that is also in a Nancy Boys. Right. Yeah. That is like so. this one's tied to the. That's what I was thinking. Is this, this one's supposed to be closely tied to the American Gods series? Yeah. I don't think this TV series is going. It sounded like it wasn't going to be connected to the TV series of American Gods in any way. Well, that's they're going to be really separate, but. I don't know. I don't I don't even know what it's about. I just know that it's Neil Gaiman and I'm excited. Yeah. Apparently the main character's name is Fat Charlie. That's that's all that's what I'm getting off Wikipedia. Nice. So, I feel like Neil Gaiman has kind of just gone from the like known in like small circles to like almost like household name within like the past couple of years. I say yeah. as someone yeah. who didn't well, know much about his, him, but yeah. A lot of his stuff, it's its partially because a lot of his stuff has gotten picked up by Amazon Prime and others yep. to be turned into TV shows. I think a big part of it was because of his kind of close relationship to Pratchett. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, after Good Omens and, and everything, kind of, he's kind of entering, like, that mainstream... Mm -hmm. era because like he's just on screen a lot more it's like a lot more screen titles well and he's also like written scripts for shows as well like he's mm -hmm. written for doctor who in the past too several episodes so like that has helped mm -hmm. and i feel like he's a very prolific writer and again it's yeah. just one of those that i feel like wasn't that well known and then all of a sudden is like here's his fourth series that he's getting like that kind of thing yeah and they're all like air quotes older works like relatively relatively speaking and so well and they're all like all of the ones that are getting series tv shows are like the most beloved of his <laughs> works like good omens is on my top five books and i'm reading the sandman right now which is been around for 30 plus years and that's like fantastic like all of his 
all of the older stuff is just the fan favorite. So. So speaking of it being older books, that's kind of what I'm curious about. When we see a lot of like film and TV adaptations, it's either like the super old classics or like very recent mm-hmm. hits. So it's kind of interesting to see like some of those like, not like old, old books, but older ones mm-hmm. be getting series. So what are some older, maybe lesser known books that you would like to see TV series of? I mean, the one that comes out for me, which is another one of my favorite books, is uh, The Name of the Wind, which there are rumors that there's a TV show in the works, but it those have been floating around for a couple of years now. Um, and that's just a fun series or fun book that would make a good TV show. So... One for me is The Black Company, um, which is a fantasy series by Glenn Cook. Um, I haven't read all of them. I probably read the first, like, two or three. Um, but, like, it's a pretty long series. And it follows, like, a group of mercenaries. Um, but it's very, like, um, high magic. I don't know the right term. It's a very, like, strong magic system. I, I, for, I don't know the, back, the exact term for that. But, like, you have, like, wizards that can like lay waste to like whole battlefields stuff like that and it's about this this group of mercenaries as they try to like like be aware that they're not necessarily on the good side and they're just trying to like make ends meet kind of thing Mm -hmm. um so it kind of has that like like i think it would make a good series in that sense of like it's it's kind of dark fantasy it also has like the anti-hero kind of thing like you can give you can give some of them a heart of gold like it has the premise for characters coming in and out as they join the the band of mercenaries and stuff like that. Um, and so I really enjoyed it. I actually like, I think I have some of the books that I haven't finished. Like I was, when I saw this question, I was looking for them. I'm like, Oh yeah, I should read those. I actually also just thought of a kind of a reverse answer of the wheel of time, which I have talked about many a time. Um, Great series. The first season is coming out, Amazon Prime, in November. And I am so excited for it. So that's like a reverse of like something that's already being made mm-hmm. of an older series. Of like, I am excited for this to come out. Because like, no one knows about it. Unless you're like, super deep into that world. But like, yeah. I can't wait for November. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, <laughs> maybe, like, I, I think it'd be interesting to see, like, another Tolkien work, but not Middle Earth. So maybe, like, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Um, one that kind of has already, but not really. Uh, well, never mind. That's a lie. It was completely. Div- I forgot there's a series. Um, I was thinking like Earthsea, but never mind. I watched that series. The animated movie is so much better. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. 
I have when it comes to books, I don't actually have like an idea of publication time frame unless it came out within my lifetime. <laughs> I think for me, I've been reading the Sword of Truth series, which actually did get <laughs> a TV series, which I've heard is the worst thing to ever yeah. exist. So I was actually going to mention the Sword of Truth after we, we did our first rounds because of that, <laughs> yes. And I think it would make a good TV show if they did it right. Did it yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is one sort of truth is one of my friend, like one of my friend's favorite like book series. And I've read the first two of them. Apparently that's the trend as I read the first two in a series <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. And then I started watching the TV series again, not as like a huge fan, but as someone that had enjoyed the books and I was just like, Oh, this is a show. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. This is a thing that exists. Yeah. Yeah. My husband loved the books and watched the show and was very devastated by it. And one night he was just showing me just a bunch of like pictures and stuff. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. Oh, they that did so bad. The first time I ever had a book adaptation disappoint me like devastate me was the percy jackson movies because i was very much a percy jackson kid and then they just destroyed it in the movies and i remember walking out at the end of it just devastated that like they did not do it justice So I stick to my guns to this day that those movies are not good and they do not exist. <laughs> Another one that I'd really like to see. So there's the Shadowhunter series, mm. but in the books, there's a prequel series that takes place during Victorian era. And that's right up my alley. So what was that again? Shadowhunters. Shadow there's like a few different series that this author has written that are all in like the same universe. And there is a Netflix show for the main series, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, I really enjoyed the prequel series even more than that one. And I think it'd make a good show. I'm going to look into that after the podcast. Also, I misspelled shadow. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know why I'm saying this, because I could have just not, but here we are. It's like, yeah, you definitely didn't have to notify us of that. Because now I'm also curious as how you spelled it. I was admittedly, I typed showdown because I was reading the... um, sort of truth page and it said showdown. And so that was why I had had to ask Shanine to re-say the name because <laughs> I was like, wait. He's going to be really confused when he goes to find it later. Like, yes. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I could get there before we moved off the topic. <laughs> Chris, what do you got for us? 
So, um, for those that do follow certain things, so as I mentioned, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV, and the last few weeks there has been a big influx of players. In fact, they have fully occupied their current servers and are working on patches to um, make sure they can optimize and allow players to play. A lot of that is due to a lawsuit recently being filed by the state of California against Activision Blizzard. Um, regarding uh, possible harassment policies and uh, kind of work conditions um, relating to harassment or a frat-like culture. Um, and so, and a lot of employees have recently come out talking about this too, um, kind of lending uh, support uh, for those employees that have been essentially wronged. Um, and so, and then people are also hosting for those who are still playing WoW, um, have been hosting in-game sit-ins <laughs> um, <laughs> to protest um, kind of the things that are happening. Um, it is no secret that I have, I'm a big fan of Blizzard games, but, um, but yeah, out of support of what's going on, yeah, I'm definitely transitioning to playing more Final Fantasy XIV and will not be playing... Diablo anytime soon but also not and then to kind of pour gas on the fire um kind of exec uh and uh an exec from Activision came out with a statement saying that it's a great place to work and that these are unfounded while an exec from Blizzard came out kind of contradicting that so there's been a lot of probably internal turmoil regarding this so, kind of crazy. I blame Activision. <laughs> They're too big. So. I was listening to something, um, and it was Checkpoint, um, which is a Canadian, like, geek culture thing um, and uh, from Loading Ready Run. And so they were talking about it, and they said and one of the things that they pointed out was every time in the document that it's something negative, like the, the filings or the, the, their official statements, Every time it was something bad, they called themselves Blizzard or they called themselves Activision. But every time it was like, they're like, but we do good things here at Blizzard. And then it's like, no, bad things are at Activision. And I was like, interesting. Which we, we should say Blizzard itself does not have a, it is, has a very long history. Obviously, they launched in the 90s. Um, they've been around for a long time and they don't really have a long history of of what they're being accused of currently, or at least you know, early people, a part of the company um, would say that. And so like with their acquisition by Activision um, may have lended to that or ultimately, you know, they can just be as responsible. Um, but or it was there the whole time. And yeah, no exactly. one spoke up. And it's true. They didn't, um, it just didn't come out during the in the things they the do. Me mention, things. They do talk about their 20 percent female employee rate. I'm like it's, one fifth is not something to be proud of. No. It's like I'm sorry. That that that's not enough, especially considering that um in modern times, uh in terms of active gamers and um players, uh females make up at least forty percent of of gamers. So Hand vouch. You got M1. You got work to do. And we have 50%. Yeah. We got 50% on the podcast, so <laughs> killing it. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's just, it's something worth talking about and paying attention to. Um, and it, it's disheartening because yeah, I am just a big fan of the Blizzard games, um, for the most part, but, uh, and also I believe one, so, like one of the presenters from like 2010, like Blizzard announcers, like from E3 or something came out and had and apologized for some comments he made during one of the presentations back in 2010, because they're a little sexist, but at least some people in, in the company are growing <laughs> as human beings then. Um, but on a positive note, uh, so when we went to PAX, PAX West back in 2019, uh, we saw, or there was a device called the Playdate, which was a unique handheld um, with a crank on it. Um, and we have officially, uh, will go on presale um, in three days as of recording this. So on the 29th of July, which is super cool. Um, this comes shortly after the announcement of the Steam Make sure I get this right. The Steam Deck. <laughs> yes. And also on the heels of the Stream Deck, which were announced on the same day. Right. Or the newer Stream Deck. So, well, I, I'm, good I, job, I'm Steam and Metzling Steam specifically because that is the handheld console. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is super cool. Uh, and But Playdate's kind of like this very unique uh, device. Um with it's going to have preloaded games but uh it's just a unique play style with a with the crank being utilized in uh in actual gameplay and i was i i'm like it was it didn't look crazy impressive but it was a lot of fun to play when we were at PAX a little bit of I must have I not been it. with you cuz i do not recall this at all it had actually a pretty decent sized booth is like on the top floor um interesting i had not heard about this yeah it's like a little yellow thing has a crank um i was confused at first i thought like is this just a hand-powered <laughs> like little handheld yeah. um with a crank uh, to to charge it um but uh it's just a unique uh kind of thing because it's not going to be obviously graphically intensive it's not going to be like crazy gameplay but being as unique as it is i think it's enjoyable um and is probably like gonna be great for kids like me all fishing games which like when i played there was no fishing game i don't think that i saw on it at the time but but yeah it goes on and should launch later this year so i'm really excited about that As said at the top of the show, today is our one-year Twitch anniversary. Also, hey. as part of that, the official one year of Shanine and Emma being part of First Geek 411. Um, of course, y'all were on a little bit before. Um, but, as guests, though. Yes. and uh, You don't get that title anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so kind of with that, I wanted us to take some time to reflect upon our one-year um, and kind of just talk about um, things that are coming. Our top three um, will tie into this as well. And so, um, so for us, 
what have been some of your favorite movie mo movies moments of doing um twitch and doing podcast i think i mean for me something that's been fun is like alongside just getting to interact in the comments like having the comments and contributing to that like getting to have like a weekly like game stream time has been fun even though i've been sucking at getting to that because of life but like that's been fun to just like play through a game with the audience or whatever just on a weekly basis Um, I've loved getting to have super awesome guests on like Evan and Rachel and Tracy and Anna and Kiki Arms and just all the people. It's been so fun getting to talk to people like face to face that I never really <laughs> thought I'd get to talk to. <laughs> One day it won't be in quotes. Yeah. I, you know, my favorite thing over the last year having you guys on is just having like the whole reason why we love it is you guys just bring a whole extra like depth to our conversations. And also like Shaninda's book club, which is one less thing I have to worry about. <laughs> I'll say for me, um, this will kind of tie in with one of the questions from later on as well, but I think that we've had a really good shift um, in terms of having the shows be like more and more conversational. Like, I think that that's been something that we've all pushed for over this year. Um, and I think that that's something that has like been a really good moment for me. Um, I've, I've talked about before that, like, I mean, obviously this year sucked, um, but like, <laughs> Yay, COVID. Um, yeah, but like one of the things that was a very big help for me was like having the times to just get together and talk with friends. Um, and so I think that that's one of the things that like has really helped me. Um, it's yeah. almost like you're an extrovert or something. Yeah, it's almost, yeah. <laughs> who would have guessed? Like the, the extrovert wanted to talk with people. Wow. So well, original, Cameron. Great thought. Good job. It's, it's been even nice for me as an introvert to have that time set aside every week of just like sure we can't go out and like get dinner with friends or anything but like i still got this random thing on monday night where i get to uh <laughs> talk with people over zoom about random things we all like <laughs> so shanine had mentioned some of our guests um are there any specific moments that stand out whether from times where guests were on or just in general, what are some of the moments that stand out from, from this past year? I think starting D and D like that campaign, just starting at the first, like initial, um, session zero, just cause it was so exciting to get into that and like 
have something like that that I wanted to do for a while and then have it be with this group of friends that is already established. So And that why that is why Fernan will live. Yay! <laughs> Everyone else will die, but Fernan will live. One survivor. <laughs> Vernon and Quill, the big bad evil guy the whole time. <laughs> I'll say for me, um, one like one show that specifically stands out was our Easter show, um, which was like just Shanine and I, and kind of just talking about like faith this year. Like that was like as a con- like that specific conversation really stood out to me, and is one that like I feel like I reference a lot. Um, Maybe because it was like one of those times where like that was the first time I talked about it, like out loud, that kind of thing. And so, uh, so that's one of those that kind of stands out. And then, um, and then I think in general, just like book club, I feel like book club was this year's spoiler casts. Um, or of course we just did our black widow spoiler cast that people should go check out. But like, I feel like, um, like book club has kind of like very much captured that same vibe. Um, whether or not we like all agree on a book or all disagree on a book or whatever. Um, I kind of just feel like it falls into some, like some of the reasons I love spoiler casts are some of the reasons that I really look forward to book club. Yeah. Except for the treasure Island one (laughs) book club really (laughs) did take that place because we want from nothing but like movies coming out and, us trying to get out to see them so we can do a spoiler cast to obviously Mm -hmm. last year we had nothing so books were a perfect replacement Mm -hmm. i when we were packing me up on saturday i had the treasure island book with like my three sticky notes in it sitting in a box and i like pulled it out and stuck it in my goodwill pile because i was like i'm like never gonna read this again it was a sucky book and my mom just looks at me and goes, that's not going to Goodwill. I'm going to put that in my basement for the grandchildren. <laughs> and I went, I'm not going to read that to my grandchildren. They're going to ro- watch Muppet Treasure Island instead. <laughs> like, we're just not going to read the book at all, straight <laughs> up. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> I think the not all who wander spiritually or lost book club in particular stands out to me like that was just such a great conversation mm-hmm. um yeah i just love talking about all our different stories and i guess also being named the spanish inquisition mm-hmm. no one expects it the one time ever in her life she needs made it. That's what she said. Joke. <laughs> not, not the only time. And no one's like. <laughs> <that. laughs> so for Emma and Shanine, um, with this being y'all's first year, um, what has either been something that surprised you about doing the podcast, or something that you expected that like wasn't the case? I mean, I I don't think I had any particular expectations going into it, just because I'd been on a couple of times before. Um, I think, I mean, Shanine surprised me in some ways, because we'd never met before. So I was like, I don't know who this random person is. Like, Nor did I. I've 
I've <laughs> never heard Cameron or Chris talk about her before. <laughs> but like apparently she writes writes things. Like that's cool. So like just like getting to know Shanine more has been fun for me because like obviously I've conversed with Chris and Cameron before. So like yeah. Yeah. Best Doctor Who slash Neil Gaiman buddies. Yay! <laughs> Um, I think something that's surprised me is just that, like, I actually can stream video games, and it's not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and host episodes? <laughs> yep. I don't know. The streaming video games just seems scarier. Because you're alone. Yep. <laughs> no one's there to <laughs> like, cover for you. I have to you. talk to myself. <laughs> Yeah. I usually only talk to myself when other people are not listening. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. You could always bring people on with you, like with voice chat. <laughs> like if 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 you really like are feeling that, like always just open up voice chat and that way you actually have sound <laughs> and <laughs> actually have a conversation instead of like trying to read chat. But yeah, you've been killing it. Mm-hmm. Still remember how nervous you were when we volunteered you to host book club. Yeah, I still get freaked out at the beginning of every episode. You do great. It just takes me a second. It's like, just, wait, I, I've done this before. It's just preparation, that's all. <laughs> and then for Chris and I, as the original uh, members, what's something that you think that... Uh, um, what do you think of this year when it comes to like our content compared to what we've been up to in the past? I mean, in general, like we've grown year after year, like in terms of like learning, figuring out what we're doing. Um, and so, I, I mean, this is a very comfortable spot, but I'm also ready for 3.0. Or is this 3.0? Is it going to be 4.0? This Chris. is 3.0. We're going to do it. I'm ready for 4.0. <laughs> um, yeah. So I like, um, for me, as I said earlier, I think one of the good things um, kind of that's that we've seen over the time um, that we've run the podcast is that we've transitioned more and more to just um, like intentionally having more open-ended conversations. I think that that's something that like, when we first started and because it's kind of how Chris and my friendship is, it's just kind of like the, Hey, did you see this thing? Yes, that was cool. Hey, did you see this thing? Yes, that was cool. Cause we're, we are, uh, as Chris mentioned earlier, like same page on a lot of things, um, which Too is much, part of sometimes. why, <laughs> yeah, which is like part of why we wanted to do the podcast. And then also part of why we, um, wanted to be all bringing in other people. Much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and hence the reason I stated I don't <laughs> like Clara very much. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I think that's been really good. And then I think in a lot of ways, um, things like D&D, things like book club, um, even the regular streams have been kind of a part of where I've been wanting us to go, even for well before we were talking about actively doing Twitch. Um, and then 
kind of with all of that, I think one of the best things that we've done kind of coincidentally or well, intentionally, but tying in with, with starting. So like, I feel like we've been a lot better at talking with our community this year. Um, and so I feel like that's something that I, I mean, I definitely want to see us continue to do and continue to reach out more and more. Um, I kind of feel like even within like the, the, the Christian geeky sphere, it's very easy to segregate into like the, here's the Christian geeky podcast. Here's the Christian geeky Twitch streamers and things like that. Um, and it's kind of continue to bridge those and, um, have different guests on, have different, um, and guests with other people, that kind of thing. So, um, Shanine, we got some listener questions. What do you got for us? Okay. This first, well, the first two are from Carolyn, a.k.a. my mom. Hi, mom. Is she, and, would um, she be disappointed I, if I were to burp right now? <laughs> that's the real question. Probably. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to. I don't think I've ever actually. I'll, I'm really pretty sure it wasn't me on that, that episode, but it's possible. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did burp before we started. <laughs> is emma way back then too no, I'm just <laughs> it echoed through time and space. <laughs> I was just secretly in the background and makes sense for the doctor who fan <laughs> yeah. i found my little blue box it's that i got in it <laughs> okay the first one is how did you all connect to do the podcast i mean i think shanine's really the odd one out mm-hmm True. when it comes to this i mean obviously cameron and i college and this was really an excuse for us to talk every week and keep mm-hmm. in touch because he's on the east coast i was in montana and um this was really just born after like finally flying out there to see him and going to a day at pax east mm-hmm. like 2015 or whatever it was yeah. um and then obviously I knew Emma through Young Life here locally, um, and she was the only kind of non-basic leader <laughs> with a diverse... Ah, shucks. <laughs> but I know exactly what you mean by that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I get you. Same way blank. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, like, geek and had, like, a very broad uh, range of interests, Um that we had talked about and she just seemed like such a great fit um for what we were doing and uh comes from a different kind of faith background so was definitely going to diversify her voice um and so that's that and then Shanine is just kind of a random internet connection yes i was and, on the internet yep yeah, yeah. Right. Janine so, reached out to us to see if we wanted to write a yeah. blog post, right? Is that? Yeah. And so, to be fair, she, I, I'd followed like Shanine for quite a while. And it's one of those where, like, I'm not like an avid blog reader. So, like, I would come in and out and read, like, like as you would share stuff. And, and so, like, Shanine had been kind of on my short list of guests for quite a while. Um, and then um, you had reached out to us about doing the blog post. And then, kind of through all of that, um, eventually we Only got. It took you me on fourteen months, and, yeah, to write that too. No, I'm just and so, um, but um, and you can also see in that time frame how how quick we are at getting guests on the show, considering <laughs> before you had reached out to us, you were on my short list, and it, it took fourteen months for 
uh, like for me to actually reach out and get you on, but you know, um, and so, yeah. And so kind of through all of that, I had figured for a while that Shanine would be a good fit just based on the content that you wrote. Um, you're obviously a, as seen from our examples of moments that stood out a bit more thoughtful than the rest of us, <laughs> um, which I think is a very good characteristic and um, I think is a good thing to bring to the cast. And um, yeah, and so that's kind of how we all met up. And it still blows me away. I don't actually know Shanine in person. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's a major yeah. disconnect in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I, I think about Shanine, I'm like, yeah, I know. No, no, we yeah. we don't know each other in person. <laughs> and even similarly, like, I felt like I knew Emma from her guesting on the cast so many times, but we hadn't met until, it was a like, good, last what, year. Three <laughs> or four times. Yeah. Before this time last year. Yeah. Something so, like that. Because it was, we came out, I guess it was about a year ago. Was we because it was um, Deanna and my anniversary. We came out to Colorado um, just to get out and to see my family that was there, and then saw you while we were there. And but like even well, then, right. I felt like I I had known you, but it was like because yeah. it was again for me guessing. But yeah, also crazy because like I I, I keep forgetting that Emma wasn't with us at PAX mm -hmm. that year because we went that you were going to, but just something sorry. I think something happened. I don't remember. Lots of things happened. Lots of things Lots happened. Of things. It's, it's never just one. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, my disconnect too is like, yeah, I know you guys have met in person. But I was like, I wasn't there for that, which is even weirder to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Second question from my mom. Are you nervous when you go live? I mean, I'm not personally because even though i'm an introvert like i grew up a choir slash band kid so like concerts it feels kind of like a concert to me so i'm like eh. but also i grew up in a household where there is lots of random people coming and going <laughs> so like i'm just used to like pretending to be an extrovert or whatever so like not really for me personally also, it's just fun conversation, so I look forward to it every week. And no, I've never, can't say I ever have. Mostly because, like, I'm not thinking about the stream <laughs> so much, unless there's technical issues, in which case then I have to think about it. But, um, and so I don't really get nervous because, like, as I mentioned, when Cameron and I started this, it was just really us talking to each other. And so that just became, we're just doing that live now because mm -hmm. yeah, I really like, even when we did our stuff really, like it wasn't really a change in my workflow in terms of podcasts because we kind of just went straight through anyway. And that's what we do now. Um, just live. I'll say I definitely get more nervous when it's just me. Um, and so like, like even the times where Chris isn't here. So I'm like running the technical side also. Um, I tend to not be as nervous there as much as I'm like antsy and just want it to work. And so um, 
Emma and Janine very much get the like, ah, oh, the cropping's off or whatever. Yeah. As I like try to get all the, like everything to fit and then realize that my monitors are different resolutions. And so that messes everything up because I had us on the wrong screen. Um, so I just, I get more just antsy trying to get that side going. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't necessarily think I ever get nervous. Um, I just am ready. It's one of those where like, sometimes we have like great pre-show conversation and I'm like, oh man, this would have made great content. Then other times I feel like we're just in the mood of like, let's get started and talk about stuff. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, um, and that's kind of where I'm at most times. It's like, I'm just ready to go. I just like, I look forward to one day, hopefully sooner rather than later, like doing an episode where we're all in the same room together. Which is like, going to be surprisingly more, have more technical difficulties than this, which <laughs> oh, is what's yeah. going to be super weird. <laughs> oh yeah. But still, I look forward to it. But I have a plan, so <laughs> yeah. we'll be fine. I think I was nervous, like right when we started live streaming and now for like regular podcast nights anyways i'm not nervous anymore i'm still nervous for book club because i'm in charge and it stresses me out a little (laughs) and i'm nervous when i'm streaming because i'm all by myself but getting better yeah yeah i definitely understand the by yourself one like a little more i'm like it's like is this gonna even be remotely entertaining i don't get nervous about it but i'm like it's probably lame. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's like, watch me go mine this stuff in this game. For... <laughs> or watch the same mission for the 50th time because it always comes up in the. When I do my dailies. dailies in Final Fantasy yes. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Or me going, wait, I don't have any copper. <laughs> I frequently have to go mine things. Okay, and now from Ryan, my cousin. Hi, cousin. Hi. Hello. Cousin. Cousin. Okay, we might have to get creative in the way that we answered this one, because I don't think he knew that we have we never didn't all live yet. in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> that would make things a lot easier. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, but his question is: Does the group have a preferred board game you like to play when you get together? And have you found creative ways to play said game during this fun time? I mean, I, I think by by like process of elimination, it has to be D and D. Yeah, it's just yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Uh, <laughs> pretty much any Wizards of the Coast product, because Cameron and I, when we get together in person, we play Commander and Magic: The Gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, the only like tabletop thing we've done together is D&D, so that's that. And also Cameron and I at conventions would play like the the modules mm-hmm. occasionally. Um Pathfinder, we actually didn't do any yeah. D&D stuff, but um Yeah. I mean, I I just from a personal standpoint, I typically I don't really play RPG tabletop games i'm overall i'm a pretty basic board game person so like (laughs) things like remy cube or quirkle or like the games that most people have played at least once in their lives those types of games i call cabin games yeah like 
You can pull it out and at, like, at least two-thirds of the group has gone, oh, I've played that, and it can be whatever crowd. Um, just because it's <laughs> like, if for me, if a game takes more than like 10 minutes to learn, I'm just like, eh? Not really interested? But, uh... I've had a couple of games prove me wrong <laughs> in that realm and have just been like really fun games. But I guess the other option is like whatever game Cameron got, finally got fulfilled from his crowdfunding. <laughs> whatever game Frost finally Haven, showed I still up. Believe. <laughs> I still believe Frost Haven sometime. <laughs> One day. So when we do have our magical first league 411 cabin week meetup <laughs> what will our board game itinerary be again whatever game cameron finally got <laughs> filled <Yeah. laughs> most recently got filled through crowdfunding he'll probably bring that with him um yeah speaking of which i feel like y'all would really like seventh continent um which is which is like a like kind of narrative like story building like all the main characters are like famous people that like went missing or something like that so like amelia Earhart is one of the characters and stuff like that um and you are like all on all on the this island and exploring the um what all's going on and it's kind of spoopy and stuff like that as it turns Wait, out what? it's all just connected to loki yeah what is this called <laughs> seventh continent okay my now old roommates have this game called forbidden island <laughs> and then there's forbidden desert and forbidden desert sky. and forbidden sky which are all connected and a very mm -hmm. similar concept from what i understand of it but they are explaining it to me and it sounds kind of like that so i'll post about it in the podcast um it's a ton of fun um i actually have an, a second copy of it because they messed up their print run oh for the first for the kickstarter and so they just gave everyone fixed cards so i just have like a second batch of it i think so i think whatever game we end up playing or games we end up playing will depend when where <laughs> and a few other things because i still it, want those burgers janine yeah <laughs> me too because I think, yeah, if we if we are near someplace, maybe we'll just go and like have a local game shop pick out some games for us, which I'm very pro um, doing. Or everyone just bring a game. Or if it's like after a convention, maybe it'll be something someone picked up at a convention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that seems reasonable. It depends on how much suitcase room I have, right. how much games I can bring. Uh, buy a suitcase there for bringing back all the stuff you bought yep yeah that's otherwise why like if we are just doing like cabin game night then we'll probably keep it basic play Catan, play whatever those easy yeah ticket to ride mm -hmm. play the basics yeah and then for like the second part of ryan's question creative ways to play said game um i feel like as much as i love board games the inverse is how much i dislike playing board games online yeah. Um, and so it's one of those when it comes to like specifically playing games, like I'll happily get on like 
get on and play a game with someone. (laughs) Yeah. If they like, if they, or somebody else organizes it, I would happily do it. But like when it comes to like the times where we're doing like community game nights, like the last thing that I want to do is like boot up a board game and like have to fight the interface. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, it's like, that's like my thing of like, if we're going to do that, I'd rather just do Jackbox or Among Us yeah. or something else like that. Specifically, do not translate well to yeah. digital media slash <laughs> the internet. It just doesn't work very well. Like we had a game I played with my board game group. We played Secret Hitler and like, it took us like four rounds to figure out the interface so that people were not like accidentally like revealing who they were and what their role was and stuff like that. And maybe that was just us and normal people wouldn't have that much trouble. I'm guessing, I'm assuming most people are going to have that same trouble. (laughs) But yeah, it was just one of those. That was a little too, too much work, too much, um, too much squeeze is that the same too much juice for, not enough juice for the squeeze something like that i don't know i have no clue what saying you're I, don't trying. <laughs> I feel like this has got to be a thing it makes sense but also i've never heard that before. exactly neither have i maybe it's a southern thing i feel like this is a <laughs> it's um is the juice worth the squeeze that's the same ah um and and considering the top result is the juice ain't worth the squeeze, I'm thinking this might be a southern thing. <laughs> there it is. Just maybe. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah. So those are our listener questions um, for the rest of our listeners. Always hit us up if you got anything. You gladly um, bring things into the show for announcements. Um, we have some streams going on this week. What all do we have? I finished uh, chapter one of King's Quest last Tuesday, so tomorrow I'll be starting Concrete Genie. Ooh, that'll be fun. I've started nice, playing that uh... on hand. I have no clue what it's going to be like, and I'm excited. It's a fun artsy yeah. party game. Mm-hmm. I'm I enjoying it. It'll be good. Yeah. It looks As the artsy kid in my family. I'm having <laughs> fun with it. Yeah. yeah. I think you'll like it. Shining, yeah. It's on my list of games. I still need to go back and finish to get the platinum. But, you know, eventually I'll get there. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those games that's geared a little bit more towards kids but it's still enjoyable mm-hmm. to play like as an adult like it's Best still very game. much entertaining like i should be able to handle it then yeah. and yeah. you don't oh, have yeah. to be you don't have to be good at art which is what worked well no. for me yeah because <laughs> i am not so it's like oh geez i think it was like pixel kids or something there was this program that i remember vividly from growing up where like it had it was like an art program but it had all those fun like paintbrush patterns so like you didn't actually have to draw the thing yourself you just had like basically the same concept as as concrete genie where like you could pick a paintbrush that was like a vine and then you could just (laughs) cover the entire page with vines without having to draw them yeah i'm gonna look it up now And Chris, I think you said you weren't going to be streaming this week. 
I will not be streaming this. Well, no. More than likely, I will not be streaming this Wednesday. May change, depending on other things happening in town. But um, but I may also be trying to figure out a different data stream as a result. So, but we'll figure it out one day. Monday. Monday, right after the podcast. <laughs> or before. <laughs> <laughs> If I have enough PTO, maybe I'll just start working four-day weeks. <laughs> That's the dream. Three Mondays all day. <laughs> Emma, are you planning the stream this week? Yes. Sorry. I had a very important question yeah. to respond to. Yes, I am <laughs> planning on streaming this week. Free uh, thing that we will announce slash whatever. We have book club on Thursday. <laughs> I plan to stream at some point that day before that so yes and that then... is the plan what i don't know but uh <laughs> i have not done any prep in subnautica and i don't know if i'll have time to but also concrete genie <laughs> <laughs> everyone streaming concrete yeah genie. We, it's all concrete genie all yeah. week and then thursday 6 45 mountain time we'll be right back here talking they called us enemy um, for our July book club. And then maybe third time's the charm. We'll have an August book club. <laughs> uh, we will see. Um, oh, we're still deciding if that book's available. Is that what's yeah, we still need to yeah. find out if we can actually get the book that we've tried to get for the past two months. <laughs> Mine is sitting on my bookshelf. So you guys. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. As so the one weird. person not in the United States. Yeah. Hey, if the yeah, border opens up in time, I'll just go up and buy one. <laughs> just... yeah. But probably wouldn't be open in time. Yeah. And then for me, I should be streaming Sunday. Um, not 100% sure if I'm going to be doing more Phantom Brigade, more Pokemon Unite, or if I'll do kind of like a hybrid like I did um, this past week. May, might just depend on what other people are up to. Um, and so we will see. Um, it also might be depend on like how like burned out I am on Pokemon Unite because you know I might just be done playing but then you never know how hard are you hitting that game Cameron? yes I've spent zero monies so good um, that's where I'm at right now and so yeah and so for our top three list of the week um, kind of tying in with our Twitch anniversary, um, we're going to be talking about what are some of our wildest dreams um, for stuff that we would like to do um, over maybe the next year, something in general. Um, the first thing I said as I wrote mine down is that most of them are extremely doable. And so, like, apparently my dreams aren't very wild. But, um, I mean, going, we, we don't really have big dreams for this. This is a very <laughs> casual thing we do. <laughs> and so um, I'm going to go first because I feel like it. And so my first one is in-person content. Um, obviously, that's not something that we can easily do, considering none of us are remotely close to each other. Um, and I but, will be getting yeah. even further away from Cam and Cameron here in the next yes. couple of Actually, I feel like you're getting closer. Weeks. No. Going to LA? I am going from Colorado to California. Yeah, but you're and going Cameron from Colorado in- to California to the map 
LA's, uh, LA's pretty close to Texas. So where I am right now, Texas is only eight an eight hour drive, but it is from here a twenty hour drive to LA. That's a triangle. Yes. So fun fact, um, it is 21 hours from Dallas to LA Oh, compared to about 12 hours to Denver. So yeah. there you go. I will um, be getting even further away. <laughs> so, yeah. And I feel like Emma went from being like the halfway point between Chris and I to now just way off to the, <laughs> well, we always knew Denver was the halfway point between yeah. you and I, because we've done that drive. <laughs> West Coast, Fast Coast. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully, whether it's a convention, whether it's whatever, um, cabin meetup, hangout. Um, but that can't be that expensive of a flight, right? <laughs> go to the middle of nowhere in, in Montana and and hang out or something. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll have some in-person content in this next year um, as things hopefully get better. So um, Chris, what do you got? I mean, kind of along the same lines. I was going to say meet Shanine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like, uh, I want to do other weird things, which I will be experimenting with in the coming months. Um, uh, kind of transitioning to kind of more to more formal YouTube content. Um, it's kind of a dream, but be something I'd I'd look forward to. Bum bum bum. <laughs> Janine, what do you got? Okay. My first one is gonna be wild. My dream guest of Neil Gaiman. <laughs> oh man. So that is big. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is big. That is big. Big and bold. You said wild, though, so I, did I say went wild. for it. I did say. Okay, first question. What did you ask Neil Gaiman? I don't know. Probably I panic and can't say anything is what <laughs> actually happens. <laughs> that or I just, like, go off in, like, a verbal... Ugh. Word vomit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of embarrassment. It's all word vomit of embarrassment. <laughs> Jenna Coleman got me not being able to say anything, and Peter Capaldi got all of my words. So, so 50 50. One of those Peter two Capaldi things. also got all of my words, too. So, <laughs> we're in the same boat there. Peter Capaldi, I was living with regret from not having told Jenna Coleman everything. So, Peter Capaldi kind of got double. Yeah. I mean, he got my whole story of how I got stuck in a snowstorm and missed my photo op with him. And so he, like, added snow to my picture with him that I then got later on. So I was just like, I got stuck in a snowstorm and I was so sad. And then my friend got me another photo op with you. And, like, it was, like, a real blessing and all this stuff. But he was just, like well, I'm glad you're here. And I was like, I have totally embarrassed myself now. <laughs> Emma, what is your number one? Going kind of also bold for whatever reason, because I put this down. 
1,000 Twitch new buddies. Twitch buddies. Twitch buddies. So are you thinking <laughs> just followers or are you going subs? Either or. Because <laughs> <laughs> one's a lot easier to get than the other. Yes. Yeah. Say <laughs> so we can buy one of them. <laughs> fortunately we haven't seen we i mean can we still i mean we haven't had that ad in a while or today i i, I mean i today, blocked them last week <laughs> <laughs> for like what the third time in a row yeah from a different account they just keep coming once they start yeah. coming they won't stop but coming. <laughs> they gotta be real buddies though they can't yeah. be bot buddies they have to be real buddies Mitchell's versus the machines will remember this. Yes. <laughs> so my next one, um, I'll go kind of off of what Shanine said. Celebrity guests, um, and I'll use the term celebrity pretty loosely. Um, and so I, I know I've said before, one of my bucket lists is to guest on That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs. Um, and then um, in terms of other people, a lot of the kind of funny crew, I love to have Blessing on. Um, specifically, um, he's a great guy or, um, Andrea Renee, um, from what's good games. And so, again, kind of taking the, the looser definition of celebrity, but <laughs> then I mean, like celebrity that, to us. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. People that I look up to. Um, and then, and obviously like far out craziness would be someone like, like Mark Hamill or something, but Gotta believe. <laughs> Chris, oh, what you got? Me next. <laughs> um, what I would, granted, in the next year, not entirely likely, but um, I would love to organize like a larger get together with all of our other podcast friends mm -hmm. like almost like a convention but not <laughs> yeah we don't and, want dash and open any and any and any listeners kind of just a a fun meet and greet get together meet our meet our community in person mm -hmm. kind of situation um with yeah with games and whatever else we want to do yeah I'd actually been talking about to people about doing a meetup for PAX West, but Geek at Arms keeps trying to convince people mm -hmm. to do another con as well. I can't remember which yeah, one. I've I've talked with them about PAX East before as well. It's not so... the one either. Oh. Dragon Con. No. Oh man, I can't remember what it is. Where's it at? This part of the states. Gen Con. What is what is Con this either. part? Because Origin Con. No, no. Great Lakes. Ooh, might have been that one. Is that in the Great Lakes ish area? I'm not sure where that one actually is. I I know it exists, isn't it in, but isn't it in Indianapolis? Columbus. That sounds right. Origin Games Fair, right? Yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, Columbus. 
sometimes when I'm thinking about other countries. Packs unplugged. I finally realized <laughs> how weird right? the American system slash land setup is. Like, I find it very weird when I actually think about it. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me, but there's no, my random thought of the day. It's weird. Yep. Yeah, we were very weird. It's also massive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whose turn it is. I just it is it is Shanina's next. Yeah. Okay. My next one is more community things. Like I've really loved our community, like movie nights, and I also have been thinking about more like interactive community games things. Um, I think in the geeky Christian Twitter Discord, Andrew Whiteside. Um, said that English Eerie would be fun to do as like a live stream audience participation type thing. And now I'm just trying to, I keep thinking about it, trying to figure out how to make that work because I think it would be fun. We can do it. Just going to set you in front of camera with a bunch of candles, <laughs> your quill, <laughs> and ink, and parchment. Man, the lighting for that is going to be horrible. Uh, if <laughs> Not you if you enough get enough candles. candles. <laughs> or I mean, like, probably like an actual, like, uh, kerosene lantern or something. You go that route, too. Just need to, you just need to see her face. <laughs> it's a mood. It's a mood. <laughs> mood lighting. <laughs> We can supplement with some other lanterns too, I guess. Maybe. And then I'll come haunt your house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> Emma, what is your next one? My next one is similar to the minor theme from earlier regarding celebrities, except it's like half a step down of some kind of celebrity recognition would be nice. Like, even just a call out from some minor celebrity that says, hey, this is a cool podcast. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. I don't care who. <laughs> someone I'll look up to or we look up to. <laughs> I'm sure we could pay Jesse Carey to do it. Well, like of their own volition. That's where I'm going with like... <laughs> Who needs that? <laughs> Ain't doing no cameo stuff. Then back for me, basically same thing Shanine just said. Um, I would definitely like to see us do some more community game nights or multiplayer type stuff. Um, whether it's um, more along the lines of what we've done in the past or bringing in more kind of more out there type ideas. Um, I, I would definitely like to see that maybe as a, as a monthly kind of thing. Um, but, um, but yeah, so that's one for me. What are we going to do? Who knows? Probably will change last minute, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so more game actually like all of us playing, uh, like, e uh, yeah. So like even that slightly even community, but even more just like us as the four of us playing games together, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which is what I'm saying. Pokemon Unite. <laughs> I'm not a team. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. 
<laughs> okay, Chris, last one for you. Is already the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a this is a twofer. I want to be the voice that reads Shanine's first published book. <laughs> got a year. We got a year. And I just want to be a cameo role in anything Emma does. Great. <laughs> well, we've already have a binding contract with Emma that we have to appear in the Candyman. Yes. Yeah, so. but you, you're going to have like a major role, Cameron. <laughs> I just want to be a cameo. Okay. I accept this as our personalities as well. Yes. And so... <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> it's like, Cameron could have the major role. I'm just, I just want to like be the guy in the background that's like in like every other shot or something. Yeah. <laughs> that like, random guy wait. in, a, in a, like a pub just sitting in the back doing who changes what they're doing every time they're in, on screen. Mm-hmm. Like one shot you're reading a book, another you're throwing darts or whatever. It has to be like, like, like more the, extreme than that. The title on the book has to be like massive and a book that you wouldn't read. <laughs> like, and upside down. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super comical. Yes. It's like the thing that changes in the back is like, what? <laughs> That's the difference. Yes, exactly. Corporate needs you to identify the difference in these two pictures. <laughs> They're exactly the same. I'm so proud of you, Emma. I mean, it's a common meme, even though I hate the show. <laughs> Janine, what do you got? Okay. it's It's been said before, but I'm going to say it again anyway. Just getting to meet in person. That is my dream. That is the dream. Play D&D all around the table. All around me are familiar faces. (laughs) Not that sad, but yes. (laughs) But in a major key. Just throwing it out there. The more we play D&D in person, the less likely I will kill the characters because doing it digitally means you can't hurt me physically. <laughs> can't leap across the table. You can't leap across the table. <laughs> and this is the risk because you kill Shakar in person and i might just smash things because i gotta get in character (laughs) (laughs) oh smash yes (laughs) emma what do you got um i put generic brand sponsorship which is very (laughs) boring because i literally could not think of anything exciting it's a good one. Um, and I knew like mm-hmm. things like meeting in person and all that fun stuff would be, be taken. Um, I think it would be kind of fun to do as a school project some kind of like something that involves a podcast in the next year. So that's maybe another wild wish dream. <laughs> this episode brought My to you mom. by Audible. <laughs> 
My mom is freaking out upstairs about the Olympics, so <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but something's going on. Something exciting. I think it's the gymnastics right now, but uh, yeah. Anyway, Cameron, you were going to say something about Audible. I think this episode was sponsored by Audible. <laughs> but it's not. So it's not, though. It's well, not. So, <laughs> so instead, people should go and buy the physical book. They call us and they call this enemy and join us this Thursday at book club. You can read it in time for book club. Um, I'm just fast. saying it's a quick, very quick it's read a graphic novel. Um, so very yeah. quick. Um, and even like, as far as that goes, I was reading, um, I still have a little bit left to do, but I was reading and I was like, Oh, I've knocked out 110 pages, <laughs> like that kind of yeah. thing. Um, um, because yeah, as Chris said, it is a graphic novel. So you're going to zoom through it. So go ahead and get that and then come join us Thursday night. Um, and let us know if there's something that you would like to see us do in this next year. Um, hit us up with your wild ideas, and you can do that over on our social media as One Geek 411 And then you can also do that on our Discord server. You can shoot us an email, 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. You can join us on Twitch Monday nights and this Thursday um, and find the videos over on YouTube. And then you can also rate and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Then you can check out our website, onegeek411.com. And of course, find us on our personal social medias. I'm Humar Witto. I am I am not prepared with an I. I'm the Hoot and Howl on Twitter and Hoot and Howl Tales, T-A-L-E-S on Instagram. And I'm not so foreign. And it's been a great week. Wash your hands. Go outside. No, don't. It's chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> <laughs>